Welcome back to the Always Getting Better podcast. I'm your host, Regan Hunsaker, and this is episode seven of season one. For those of you who have been following uh, closely, you may have noticed that this episode is a little bit late getting out there. I got some pretty big news this last week and have been spending a ton of time trying to get ready for some big changes that I have coming up. Um, Those changes, the main one there is that I'm happy to announce that last Thursday, I was offered a job by my alma mater, Southern Utah University. And I'm going to be going down there to take on the um, assistant athletic director for sports information and communications job. Super excited to take on this new role, but it also means that I've had a ton of work uh, to get things in our house ready to sell and get us ready to uh, to move down to Cedar City. Um, good news is we did get uh, listed today. So if you're listening and looking for a great house in Roosevelt, Utah, I know a guy. <laughs> um All that brings me to the lesson that I wanted to share today. Now, in all of the time that I have spent packing things up and cleaning out our house, I've been able to listen to uh, a ton of one of my favorite podcasts, which is the Beyond the Bench podcast. If you guys get a chance, check out the podcast. Um, It's by three uh, athletic directors from Iowa. They share a lot of the highs and lows, the struggles of being an AD, how they deal with them. Lots of great leadership tips um, and ideas, and um, those those guys, Todd Gordon, um, Scott Jarvis, and Aaron Stecker, they are just outstanding athletic directors, and I've I've learned a lot from from listening to their podcast uh, over the last couple months, um, and I came across one of their one of their podcasts. Um, kind of a a point that was shared was brought up this season by um, Aaron Stecker. And it's a lesson that I want to expand on a little bit today. Um, He said something and his, this quote was, if not me, then who? And that's kind of um, become a, a purpose statement in his school um, where he's the AD there. Um, But I'd, I'd actually like to add a second part to that original content of that quote and say, I think this maybe gives it a little bit more depth in order for this to better align with my leadership style. I would say that the whole quote should be, if not me, then who, if not now, then when now Aaron shared some of how this is applied to school and um, how it really applies to servant leadership in that a good leader should always be striving to take responsibility for his or her charge, um, whatever that may be. Now, that can be done in a couple of different ways. Uh, it may mean something as simple as picking up a piece of trash. Like if you're walking down the hall at your school and you see a piece of trash, bend over and pick it up. Make sure you throw it away because that sets a great example of, of servant leadership that you're um, that you're willing to go out of your way to make the place that you work better, right? It may mean holding the door open for someone. Um, and, and really the point that he's trying to get across there is that no one is too big to do the little things, right? A leader has to take the initiative um, to care for these simple things. But I also want to expand on that second part of that phrase, um, the the then who, right? It's, it's not just about what you're going to do uh, that will help better your situation or your school or wherever you're at, your job, your life. It, if you're going to have that same situation, that if not me, then who – it's sometimes hard for leaders, um, whether you're a leader, just talk about in your family or at work, 
right? It's sometimes hard for leaders to give up control of certain things, but great leaders always recognize that delegation is a necessary evil. You can't be everywhere nor do everything, right? With that understanding must also come the realization that you have people that you can and should count on. I have been on both ends of this over the last six years at Union, and I'll forever be grateful to the coaches and teachers who I've had the chance to work with and serve. Um, just understanding this concept, it takes a lot of trust on both sides. And I'm thankful for the people who've given me that trust um, and want to say to them, thank you guys for becoming like family members to me over the last six years. It's been awesome at Union High School. I'm really going to be uh, sad to leave Union, but we're also excited for the, the new opportunities coming up. Now, one of the best examples of this, if not me, then who mentality is a really good friend of mine, Atlee Ziff. I have worked with Coach Ziff uh, since moving to Union six years ago, and he is he's absolutely amazing um, because he, he truly is a servant leader. And to that point, I don't know if he even knows the leadership that he that he portrays, right? Coach Ziff, has, he's done a little bit of everything. He teaches math there at the school. Um, he has coached football. He's coached girls basketball. He's currently um, the head girls soccer coach, and he's an assistant baseball coach as well. And I don't, I don't know that he understands or recognizes just how big a difference he he makes. Right? A couple of years ago, we had a really bad snowstorm. And Coach Ziff got to the school like an hour early, an hour before school started. And he grabbed a shovel and started clearing the sidewalks. Now, no one asked him to do that. But the point really is that no one needed to. For him to know that it was the right thing to do, he just he jumped, jumped in there and right, went right after it, right? He's one of the teachers in the school who's always quick to pick up for other teachers when they need coverage during their prep right? He's, he's a great leader in the other role um, as the girls soccer coach. I, I, I've seen that program grow a ton over the last two years since he took over. Um, and he's become one of the most, or one of the winningest coaches in uh, Union High School girls soccer history. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but he's really taken a program and, and made it uh, something those girls are really proud to be a part of. Right. Um, and like I said, that the quote has two parts. It's not just about saying that you're going to do everything. It's also understanding then who, right? Having that trust in somebody else to pick up when you, when you can't. Um, and coach Ziff has done a really good job with this, this, um, this spring and summer, he has, uh, he's leaned on his assistant coaches a little bit to work with the girls during the off season because he's also involved with baseball. Now, Coach Ziff does everything he can to make sure that those girls are still continuing to grow. He helps, he's helped uh, the, his assistant coaches to make sure that they're understanding how their training should be done, what the girls can do to keep progressing in the offseason. And that's been really great to see that um, Coach Ziff, not only is he good to pick up everything that he possibly can to help out, but he's also willing to trust the people that um, that he is around to let them pick up some of the slack, um, and not not that it's slack, but to let them pick up and and be able to contribute as well. And and it also, I mean, it helps them to feel valued. Um, 
So let's talk a little bit about the second question of that. Like I said, the whole quote should be, if not me, then who? If not now, then when? Life, it's, it's short. Uh, in, the last, in the last episode, I did mention um, that my dad had passed away. My dad wasn't old, right? He lived a full life, but he wasn't old. And the, the older I get, the more I understand that uh, that's, you know, I, I keep thinking at some point I will get old, but I'm not there yet, right? Um, but there's we got to live life with a sense of, of urgency, right? The if not now, then when, right? If we're not going to do something now, if we're not going to take that opportunity now, then when are we going to take that opportunity? When are we going to 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 jump at that uh, chance to do something great, right? Um, and and I, I will mention too another another person that's pretty influential um, in the in the community of Price, Utah. They they lost somebody pretty awesome this this week in Robert Potts. He was the game management director at USU Eastern. Um, apart from that, great dad, teacher, coach just a, an awesome member of the community and he's going to be missed a lot but he exemplified this idea of living with that that sense of urgency of being able to pick up for other people and help out he he, he helped the people that were around him um and he he always took opportunities to to help those who surrounded him get better right so it is it it's important to live life with that sense of urgency that if not now then when right? You're going to have that opportunity to do certain things now, but also it speaks to the value of planning and how making a plan sets something as a, set something apart as important or valuable, right? So if you're an, an athlete or a coach, you got to make sure that you have those, those plans of how you're going to get better, right? What are you going to do to improve today? Because um, if not now, then when, right? Uh, regardless of of who you are, what you do, go out there, set some goals, and make sure that they answer those two vital questions. If not me, then who? And if not now, then when? Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Always Getting Better. Remember, if you liked what you heard, hit follow and subscribe on the podcast. And thanks for listening.